Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. Uh, with me, as always, is... Uh, well, my name is Tobias, <laughs> and with me, as always, is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And just want to say sorry for last week. Uh, we didn't record an episode. We were going to do an episode on uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, I guess we'll talk maybe a little bit about that in the Patreon episode, which is yes. a perfect opportunity to tell you. Check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Um, I was, once again, without internet for a few days. <laughs> Because I was switching ISPs because I was being without internet for so many times before, but now I'm now I'm back. I have internet. I've been able to watch movies, and we're now able to record. So today we're gonna talk about a new movie, yes. a new Netflix movie. Yes, it yes did go on theaters in America, I think. Yes, because you know it's it's a David Fincher movie, and he of yes. course wants you know show it in theaters and be eligible for Oscars. But I don't think so. it did in Sweden. No, not at all. No. Um, so yeah, I guess you can already guess. <laughs> We're talking about the killer. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, the, la- the latest movie from David Fincher, uh, legendary author, director of such classics as Fight Club. I don't know. Yeah. Zodiac. I'm trying to figure out what he's done. Seven Zodiac Social Network. Seven, yeah. Gone Girl. Uh, yeah. Producer and, I guess, occasional director on the show Mindhunters on Netflix. Oh. Yeah, never watched it, though, because it's a TV show, so I don't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, but I've, 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 I I, I actually looked through it because I was, I was writing my review on Letterboxd. If you, if you want the really short version of this, you can just check it out on Letterboxd. Um, and I was like, because I was trying to compare, like, where does this land in his in his oeuvre? And um, uh, I realized I have seen every one of his movies except for two. And that's Mank, his latest movie, like, before this, which was also a Netflix movie. Because I, I thought it was just, it felt like a, like a technical, like, gimmick, the whole thing. So I skipped it. <laughs> and also I wasn't very interested in the subject matter. Even though it was a Fincher movie, I was like, nah, I'm gonna skip it. And then I haven't seen The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo because I saw the Swedish original version and I was like, nah, I don't need to watch the other one. <laughs> yeah. Um, have, I mean, you've seen, I get, you've seen like Fight Club and stuff, but have you seen more uh, David Fincher movies? I'm, I know I've seen Alien 3. Yeah, I'm scrolling through. Like, older stuff, it's a lot of music videos, so I'm not going to go further down. No, no, no. Um, you can start by Alien 3 is his first movie. Uh, before that, he didn't do any movies, so... Right, so yeah, Alien 3, obviously. I've seen... I think I've seen 7, but I don't remember, if I'm being honest. Okay. And yeah, Fight Club. I don't know if I've seen much else. Okay, really? I don't think okay. I've never finished Zodiac. I've started it, but never finished it. Never wanted sure. to watch Benjamin Button. Never wanted no. to watch Social Network. Same with uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I saw parts of the Swedish one and went, eh, not for me. Um, I mean, I've seen some of his music videos and shorts, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I've seen the that, music videos. Yeah. I've seen uh, enough of Gone Girl to know what happens, but I haven't seen the entire film. <gasps> you haven't seen Gone Girl? I know, we've said oh, that before, so you know. We should, we should watch that at some it's, point. It's then. definitely on the list. Yeah. Actual list. Same with, like, Panic Room. I've seen enough of it, but I've not finished it properly. Okay. So I have a lot of, like, I've seen bits and pieces, but I've I've 
only seen a few of his actual movies, like full length, all of it, watched yeah. it properly. But now I've Pan watched Grimm- The Killer. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Pentagram is one of those that people don't like. Um, I think on, I confuse Pentagram with another one as well because I've seen both of them. Now? There's two. Do, huh? Do I do I sound like like do I sound louder now? Not, than before? not, not particularly. No. Okay, I was just looking kind of. Uh, whatever. Sorry. Technical difficulties. I think it's better now. <laughs> anyway, I think that I keep I keep confusing Panic Room with another movie, but I've seen both of them or parts of both of them, which is why okay. I'm confusing them. But I have seen yeah, parts Pan- of, of Panic Room. Yeah. Yeah, Panic Room was always one of the people like uh, it's like a step down because it was right after Fight Club, which is like the big you know the the legendary one. Yeah. But I always I always enjoyed Panic Room. Um, it's one. It's a, you know it's it's a. It's it's like a it's like one of those thrillers where people have to like figure out a way to get out of a of a situation. Yeah. It's all confined to like well, a room <laughs> mostly. A little bit of an house. apartment or a house or whatever. Yeah, it is. I enjoyed it, and it has Fincher's uh, um, Telltale like style. So I I enjoy that one. Um, and in general, I enjoy him. I think he's like one of the better directors uh, working. I mean, he even his like worst movies. Well, Benjamin Button is still like well made, um, and when he when he's when he when he is like at his at his best, he is fucking great. So I was looking forward to the killer, um, especially since I'm also a fan of like contract killer assassin movies. Um, it's just like oh it's, yeah, it's one it's one of those guilty pleasures. Like I if, love if that the genre. Movie is about <laughs> a, an assassin. Like yeah, I'm gonna watch it exactly. Yeah. Um, and, Which we uh, will discuss this... more on Patreon as well. Yeah, we're going to discuss another Netflix uh, assassin movie and just assassin movies in general, I yes, guess. Yes, because I have so much to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Spoilers. We're going to talk about Kate that came out like uh, two years ago or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for now, we're going to talk about The Killer. Jesus, yes. We've been on for six minutes already. Um, <laughs> and I'll start, with, I'll start by this then. What did you think of The Killer? Don't hate me, but I thought it was kind of boring. I can't say anything, but I agree. Oh, thank yeah. God. <laughs> I was I was afraid you were going to be like, this is like one of the best movies I've seen this year. Like, <laughs> Dude, this kind of sucked. It it didn't uh, suck, but like it was... It didn't suck. It was no. so... I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to explain no. it. It's, it's like uneventful almost. Even yes, though a lot of things yes. happen, it's so uneventful. I agree. I agree. Um, <sighs> it was. It was like it's not a bad. It's very well made, yes, except for some course. things which I want to talk about. Um, like on a technical level, and like I said, that's always David Fincher's thing. Yeah. He's super meticulous and very, very uh, detail oriented when he directs. Like he will shoot a scene like a hundred times over, kind of like sure Kubrick it's was. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I used like you know precise movements, and I mean, I remember there's like a uh, behind the scenes thing from Gone Girl uh, that um, uh, Ben Affleck talked about because he did, like it was his first time working with with David Fincher, and he'd heard about him being like super autistic about details. So at what during during break he walked up to one of the cameras and literally moved like the focal length or the focus ring like. Less than a millimeter, just a, just nudged like it. Like not not technically even like a full notch, basically. No, <laughs> n- not at all, not at all. 
and they were about to shoot, and Finch was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Someone's messed with my focus on the second camera. Can we fix that? And he's like, okay, all right. <laughs> um, anyone yeah, else would not have noticed it, but he did. Yeah, exactly. It was like testing him. Um, um, and I that, that's like, that. I, I, I guess that comes from him being like a music video director where everything is about details. Yeah. Because you have to, uh, you know, it's all about the visuals. The visuals have to be correct, Perfect. basically. Yeah. Um, to represent the music and the artist and the message and all that stuff. Yeah, in like four minutes, three it, minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I can see why he really wanted to make this graphic novel into a movie, because it's all about details. Yes. It's all about the the method that the killer uses to, to do his job. And I and I like I said, I like assassin movies. I like I like that kind of stuff. I I've been an avid fan of the Hitman video game series like since its beginning. Oh yeah, I was way I too young that. to play the game. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even no, you were born. Sorry, but no, but like, like I've, I've Hitman has been a part of my life, my entire life because of you. Even though oh, I've sure, never yeah, played yeah. the games. No, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and that is also all about you know being very methodical, yes. being very detailed, everything, every your plans laid out for you so you can just execute everything according to plan yeah love it however that's super fun in a video game where you know you're rewarded with a mission successful in the end yeah and you have you're sitting there you're you're waiting for the right moment to do the thing and you know put the poison there move the rope over there it's like you get full uh, completion 100% correct kind of thing yeah silent assassin suit only yeah yeah um as a movie you're just watching it. Yes. And, and you have no control over it, which makes it very boring. Very tedious to watch. Yeah, it does. I mean, like I said, I enjoy it to some extent. But at some point, it you know, a movie be. needs to have... A movie needs to have... You know, it should be a roller coaster. It should be, you know, ups and downs. Like, now it's super exciting. Now it's kind of boring. Then it gets exciting again. Yeah. This is just a flat line. See, the thing is, though, it could work. Yeah. But there's one yeah. major flaw in the beginning. That just scraps the entire thing for me. Okay, let's hear it, because I might agree with you, because I also have the beginning is a big problem for me. We don't go, go. know how good the character is. Exactly! Because we never see him succeed. Exactly! It starts with him failing, which just That's... makes me think that he's just a terrible hitman. Yeah, the only the only way we know that he's good is that he tells us. Yeah. There's a and lot that of some people react narration. to him like, "Oh, you're such a good person. How did you fail this time?" Yeah, but that comes like halfway through the movie. We don't know that anyone else thinks he's great. We just think he knows or he thinks he's great. He fucked up the simplest of jobs, which is just waiting for a guy to appear in the window, then shoot him. Also, like he has the guy in his sight like five times, and in any other movie, the assassin would have just nailed it. Somehow yeah. he waits a second too long and she stands up and he shoots her instead. I know. I'm sorry, what kind of, it feels like something like this is gonna sound stupid, like even I could do better, like you know. <laughs> <laughs> well they weren't they are playing it like he can't really see his face properly. It's it's always half obscured by like a sure, window but when he or sits something. down on the couch, it's perfect yeah, and then she stands up and it's like he waited a second too long. Yes. And when any other movie that would have been, not been an issue. Yeah. Because he's stri- right there. So annoying. That is, that is, yes, that is so true. Because 
for all his like, oh, I've killed a thousand people. I'm very meticulous. I have a set of rules that makes me never fail. You know, blah blah blah. Yeah. I do this, do this. I don't give a fuck. All that and yeah, we never see those rules work for him. No. Um, the first shot we that, see him take is a fail. <laughs> yeah, it's he just, fails. Which that just follows. makes me think he's like hyping himself up. Like he's so <laughs> yes, self-centered, yes. thinking he's, he's a, the best dude ever, and he just—he's a—he's a fucking loser. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's—he's he's like um—he's like one of those like Sigma guys on yes, YouTube. Like, yes. oh, I am the fucking best. I get up at five thirty and do six million push-ups, and then I shower for half an hour, and then I, you know, it's, and it's, I know a, lot, um, a lot of people have mentioned that like this is like the ultimate Sigma male grind set what's, what's uh, like name? meme. Uh, American Psycho dude. Yes, exactly. But um, assassin style, <laughs> not not yeah. psycho killer. Assassin style. <laughs> well, <ooh>. Sure. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's so that's so interesting because yeah, every other every other hitman movie or you know a contract killer always starts with them. You know, it starts mid work just like this does. Yes. But then it shows how fucking slick and good they are at their job. At least and, succeeding. <laughs> yeah, at least once. You know. Yeah. Just so we know that, ooh, this is a like, this is the hitman, the contract killer, the da- most dangerous man alive. And th- it's after that that the cracks start to appear. He misses because, you know, feelings got in the way. Yeah. Usually that's the thing. Or, you know, the, the toll of killing hundreds, maybe thousands of people has made him suicidal. Which is like, I don't know if you've seen the show Barry on HBO. No. Uh, it's actually for speaking of TV shows, that's actually a good one. I haven't seen all of it, but it is good. Barry, or, or as movie. in the name Barry, or Barry as in uh, berries. Fruits the name Barry, B A R Y. It's uh, Bill Hader as a contract killer. Oh, who uh, starts? Uh, he wants to. He starts like taking acting lessons, become an actor. It's actually very funny. Okay. Um, I haven't finished. Very it, but... random, but sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or, or like, there's an old movie uh, from like 2006 or seven or something uh, with Michael Keaton before he had his renaissance a few years later uh, called The Merry Gentleman, which is also a movie about a hitman who is suicidal because you know he all his all his life is about killing, so he's yeah. about to jump off a roof when he sees a woman who's about to kill herself, so he stops himself to save her, and they become they become in love. Of course, <laughs> love saves them. Yeah, but then in the end, you know, his past comes to haunt him and he Which has to kill again. Which is always part of, of Assassin's. Yeah. Classic Hitman stuff, and that's what you that's what you want to see, you know. The yes. cold, calculated killer um, having a human moment, um, which makes him, you know, uh, easier to relate to, being redeemable even though he's an evil man. Um, and ultimately, you know, sacrificing himself for the greater good. Re- yeah. Redeeming himself. Yes. You know, it's classic stuff. Um, but it works so well, especially for the assassin stereotype. It's the it's the morally gray hero kind of thing, which I, yeah, every yeah, yeah. book lover fucking loves. Yes, it's the best. That and it works and like in movies the, the too. Old, old grizzled warrior who was like, "I'm retired. I'm done killing, but I have to go out one more time." That's yeah. also a classic. Why I love that one. It's the, it's yeah, the, the reluctant, reluctant hero. hero. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Um, and I thought this was maybe not be exactly that. Um, I thought since it is David Fincher, it was going to be very methodical, but sure. something would go wrong, and he would use all of his, you know, all of his autistic uh, detail stuff to, you know, write that wrong. But instead, he fucks up, um, and instead of like, I'll get the mission done, whatever it takes, boss, 
Um, he just fucking leaves. He runs like, oh, away. <laughs> fuck this. Goes home to what is it, Dominican Republic? Yeah, I think so. A few a few days later, because he's being followed by someone. Um, and then it turns out, oh, he's not like this. Which also like just clashes with the character. Um, he's not this sad, lonely guy who lives alone in a million-dollar mansion, you know. Yeah, or a, a New York penthouse or something. Yeah. No, he has, like, he has, a, I don't know, girlfriend, whatever, a partner um, who Friends. obviously has, like, yeah, who obviously has a, uh, a, a, a family that knows about him because, you know, her, 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 brother, her brother is at the is. hospital. Yeah, because yeah. it turns out since he botched the job, his employers send some people to, like, um, basically uh, erase any traces of, of this botched assassin attempt, including then erasing the assassin and his, and his family. Well, so specifically there, the assassin, but the girlfriend happened to be there. As soon as, yeah, that's, that's true. how I understood it, at least. Yeah, that's, that's true, that's true. Um, so she ends up in the hospital, and he's like, I'm going to write this wrong. I'm going to get the people who did this. It's like, oh, okay, so he is human. Yeah, he has emotions. Sure, but but that comes right in the beginning. Yeah. So it's like, oh, and that's okay. also so the so there's no big reveal that later, like, oh wait, he actually cares about people. That's just okay. So now he's on the 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 most emotional uh, like mission of all, revenge. Yeah. Okay. It also doesn't like we we aren't properly shown their relationship. Being like no. super affectionate and and like, cause I, I, honestly, the way he reacted, I thought it would be like I don't know a sister maybe or something. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees her in in the hospital, he was so cold, I guess. That it's just like, does he really care, or is this just like pride? Yeah, and we'll we'll get to that, but we have to kind of go through the plot. Sure, sure. Um. It, but it just that, that straight away I'm gonna, another like mistake almost that made me yeah. not care about the movie. But um, then yeah, he goes on this journey. Yeah, so he first goes to see his employer, the the lawyer. Yeah. Um, the movie is cut up into chapters if, if each person based on the kills, yeah based basically. on the kill. Yeah. Oh, by the way, spoilers because we're just gonna oh, go yeah. through the plot now. Yeah. Uh, because we kind we kind of have to because it it it's, informs so it informs what little we get to know about the character. Yeah. So we need so to, we, talk to, about, to talk about the character. We have to talk about the plot because there is no character development no, at all. No, no. Um. So if you if you don't want to hear any spoilers, uh, check I give out the it a, movie first. <laughs> yeah, I give it a five out of ten. It's on Netflix, so whatever, watch yeah. it. But I, I wouldn't pay money for this. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's funny. I never though. thought I would say that about a Fincher movie. Um, but... Chris Stockman, yeah, was like, I watched his review of it, and he went, "If you can, please watch this in theaters." I was like, "Yeah, I know." No, no, honestly, no. no. Watch something else in theaters, dude. Yeah, watch this on Netflix. It, it's you. I'm sorry, but you're gonna have to like do something while you're watching it because you can't. You're not gonna be entertained. <laughs> No, no. I literally uh, had to be. I I was like, I had The Sims open building, because I couldn't. I couldn't just look at it. It took me three attempts to get through it. Yeah, I fell asleep the first time uh, watching it. I honestly I mean, just went, nah, paused it, it and walked away. <laughs> yeah, it was early morning and I was off work, so I like at no end. I was just like, it was probably the wrong time to watch sure, it anyway. But still, <coughs> yeah. But if a movie's good, it would keep me awake. But I just fell asleep. 
and and had a weird weird waking up throughout it uh, when there are like bursts of of, of sound. The fight in Florida, oh, yeah. one of them. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Had, like weird yes, dreams and we need about, to talk about, about that the sound going. As well. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah, but yeah, in general, it's it's a mid mid. It's fine. It's mid. It's it is it is fine. Yeah, with a lesser director, this would have been garbage. Oh yes, but I still appreciated like like you said, the directing is great. Fastback is amazing as a yes. cold psychopath. He's um, always good. I'm, so, I'm not a huge fan of him, but he did he did oh, good. Okay. Um, yeah. All of the other actors do. I no problem with that. It's the writing, I think, that is yeah. the issue here. Yeah. But yes. So we get to the. Uh, I think it's New York where the lawyer lives. Uh, yes. yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, because um, the the flight attendant goes, "Oh, going home." He's like, "Not yet." Yeah. So he goes to his employer. And we find we find out in one in one. Uh, exposition line that his uh, um, professor when he was in college uh, for some which was I, I assume is this Hodges guy yeah. um, uh, saw potential uh, con- I guess <laughs> yeah convinced him to like stop stop uh, uh, studying law <clears throat> and go into the assassin business which is <clears throat> such a weird yeah we're like hey can we dive a little deeper into that like how do you how do you, as a, pro- a lawyer, a law professor, recruit assassins? Well, it's because he he saw that the guy was like meticulous. Ooh, you're super cold heart. You know, you're cold and calculated. You're like a shark. You know, they say sometimes about yeah. a, um, a lawyer. All they do is see red. Yeah, but you know, this this guy is even colder. Like he could make like serious money, basically killing people. And sure. I'll cover the tracks for you or whatever. I don't know. But what hey, college professor... That would be interesting if we knew something about that, but we don't. What college professor, like, sidekicks as a fucking <laughs> assassin for hire person agent dude? Well, comic book... A comic book sure, sure. Um, so he goes there to find out why, and it turns out, yeah, it was just, we were just, we were just scrubbing everything. We were, we were, you, you fucked up, so we were, we were, uh... Getting rid of all the evidence, which includes you. <clears throat> Sorry for the mistake, but it's your it's your fault for fucking up, basically. It's yeah. Like, all right. You know. That's yeah, part of the business. But we can see we can, we can understand why he gets angry at it. Of course. Know? Yeah. But I also understand why it's part of the business, to be honest. Yeah. Seen enough of then, movies for that. <laughs> yeah, he he kills he kills the professor. Or the lawyer, whatever. His his assistant helps him to find the names of the two people who went to the Dominican Republic. Uh, well, first he finds out from the taxi driver, uh, Leo? Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah, that he picked up two people from the airport, the private airport. Yeah. And they were, they were coming in from New York. He's like, ah. So he's like, okay, I'll go check with yeah. the, the people and in New York. And he kills Leo. That yeah, was the first that- time. He, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He doesn't understand anything either. All he knows is yeah, this white he just dude drove there. Yeah. is obviously mad about people I drove who obviously did something bad. I don't know who they are. I don't know who you are. I will forget you, or I won't be able to tell anyone at least. Yeah. But yeah, no, he gets a shot in the head. Yeah, and that, that was the first one. I was like, okay, so maybe he's like, you know, because th- that's where you think where his humanity is going to show through. Like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe Leo will, you know... Uh, I need to get. I I need to get rid of all the evidence. I should kill Leo, but you know, 
my humanity will come through now that I'm on a more emotional, personal mission. But no, he shoots him. Yeah. Um, then he kills the, the he kills the, his professor, the lawyer. The assistant decides, like, I can help you. Just just please, you know, if you're going to kill me, uh, make it look like an accident so my kids get my life insurance money. And he's like, I'll, I'll bring you along. He's like, oh, shit. So now, okay, here, here it is. He, here's him, like, softening, basically. Yeah. Which, you know, shows that he is, deep down inside, he is a good man, even though they've already shown that, but then negating it by killing Leo. Yeah. Um, so they go to her house. There's the the Rolodex method to find out who and what mission and whatever. Uh, and then you're like, oh, he's going to leave her here. No, then he snaps her neck. Makes it look like an accident, though. I guess yeah. that's hum- makes it look like she fell down him. the stairs. Yeah. So okay, so we kill her as well. Now he goes for the first guy. There's two two people who went and, and hurt his his girlfriend partner whatever. Yeah. Um. He goes to Florida for the first guy, the brute. Um. That's where we have the worst fucking fight scene I've seen in a while. Um, and honestly, the worst fucking sound editing I've ever heard, I think. Yes, I don't... And people specifically people pointed out, like, the, the sound design is interesting in this movie. It's like, is it? Parts of it, sure. Yeah, but there that There are parts scene... in the beginning, but that scene is terrible. That sounds like... Honestly, other parts as well. Sounds like something you make at home. When you make yes. a YouTube video, it sounded like you had you had like you had one microphone hanging like in the in the in the ceiling, and just recording like room tone. Yeah, it was all like like the voices were coming from another room. There was and like the bass was turned up way too high. Yeah, so it was all it was all like. And they forgot whatever. to like. Yeah, to EQ it. Yeah. Um, the balance was all off. Yeah. Um, and it didn't help that all the soundtrack is just. Sounds. Yeah, like there's no mute. I mean, there's music. They keep playing the Smiths all the time, but the soundtrack, the score by uh, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. I mean, I I like noise, but this was just noises. There's not even yeah, a yeah. Like, it's not noise, noise music. Yeah. It's, it's noise. Just, and very bassy, which doesn't help when they're running around and every step they take in that house was like, especially the big guy. It's like they yeah. emphasize emphasized his steps. You know, like when you meet like the 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 giant uh, bad guys in a video game. Yeah. Especially like scary video games, and they like it's supposed to make like the floors vibrate, kind of thing. Yeah, it's Jurassic Park, and, the T-Rex. Ba- yeah, basically, or like any of the you know the brutes in video games, where you have to like uh-huh. they're extra hard to kill. Yeah, that's what he was. He was a brute from a video game. Yeah, I mean, he's literally called a brute. Yeah, sure, but like literally, um, he was you know in Spider Man, the guys who are like big and buff, and you have <laughs> he's to a have rhino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two of the uh, attention bar thingies to be able to do a finisher on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear, I hear you've been playing Spider Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but also the fact then that it's not even that it's just like oh very heavy when everyone walks around. It's also that it almost sounds like the sound is peaking. Like I was, yeah, like, I would go. You know the sound peaks. They, there it's and it like crackles. they forgot to do the 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 noise canceling and the the yeah the, the, and treble they, editing they that we always compress. do. Again. Yeah, exactly <laughs> to remove mo- some of that. Now that's gonna be fucked up because I scream. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it just sounds awful. It it for me, it's sort of like 
is this supposed to be like one of the characters are deaf and we're supposed to hear from them? Because it all sounds like someone who can't hear like the middle or upper register and only yeah. use the bass sound, which usually is when you're deaf, sure, it's yeah. more of a, you know, uh, like I'm, you can feel the beat. I imagine afterwards I realized maybe it's supposed to like um, mimic his, you know, when, when your heartbeat goes up and you, you start getting like annoyed or nervous or ex- adrenaline pumps and it's, sure. you know, it muddles with your, your hearing. But it doesn't make sense, really. No, for that, that to be the reason. Doesn't really come back. I guess that's because he never gets into a situation like that. But but it if it's just one it, scene. Then it just it annoying. needs to be something that they've explored earlier, at least shown us somehow. Like yeah. him having, I don't know, whenever he looks at his watch, because you know it beeps whenever his heartbeat, uh, his heart rate goes up. Yeah. If it, it would have had like a similar effect then or something. And we heard the. Boop, boop, yeah, like Sometimes. him him reacting to it, or he can like, oh shit, I can, oh whatever. Then we know that that's a reaction that he gets, which is I, why he's monitoring his his heartbeat or something. Yeah, but we, I we don't guess there is a detail whenever he puts his earbuds in. It does sound you get that sound like that crunching sound or whatever you want to call it. What did you get when you actually put earbuds in your sure. in your in your ears? Because it's very close to your your eardrum. Yeah. But that's only when he has headphones in. He wasn't hearing headphones here. <sighs> no, I know, but I'm kidding. Like that's the only time. Otherwise, they kind of manipulate sound. Yeah, but, but yeah, that's, that's like that's in really... Baby Driver when it's just yeah. just so we understand that he's listening to music. Yeah, exactly. So it, it it's not the same. No, I I know, and it was very annoying, and I was, and so also annoying. like some of the some of the the, the shots in there. First of all, it's very. Dark. Badly choreographed. Oh, I guess yeah, it's supposed too. to be more like like a like a I don't know what you call it. Like we, it's, in Swedish, I guess you would call it like a, a a grease fight. It was just I'm not too like a martial artist. It's not John no, Wick it's, versus it's, you know. Uh, There's just two guys punching each other. It's brawl, literally. Yeah, a brawl. Yeah, exactly, a brawl. Holm gong. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was also very very quickly edited, and and we know now like uh, that. That's how they used to edit fights back in the day because it was used to hide whenever you know, flaws Punches, in the choreography. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And nowadays we have like professional choreographers doing fights like in John Wick or Atomic Blonde or any any movie really. Yeah. Um also we uh, can edit stuff in other ways to make it look better. Like we can fake it better. Yeah. But here it just felt like, ah, we'll just we'll just edit around the bad stuff. And it made it look like a fight scene from the 90s. Yeah, and it was also very dark. Like, I understand. Very it was dark. the middle of That's, night. Yeah. But it still made... There's one point where I, I did not understand what happened at all. All of a sudden, the brute is falling down and, like, in pain. It's like... I saw yeah. a table being upside down. But he I can't understand. The- <laughs> I thought he... I honestly thought he, like, impaled his b- butthole or something. I think he did. No, but he, then he pulls it out and it's sharp. Because uh, yeah. the leg has been broken off. So I think it like just it, hit, like, the thigh or the cheek. Maybe, but then we see, yeah, it could be the cheek. But it's kind of funny that he sat down on the ta- yeah, table. Yeah, but it, I thought it was, like, intact. <laughs> I didn't think it was a broken piece of wood. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, that's a weird detail to run into a movie. Yeah, and then he's, and bleeding, he, he's bleeding. You can see him bleeding through his shorts. Was yeah. So it's like, ugh. And any sort of any sort of butthole injury is just like that's gonna fuck you up for life. Yeah, so I was almost glad when he died. It's like, oh, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have <laughs> to wear a diaper a for the rest strange, of his life. It's such a strange injury to put in a movie. Like, yeah, it's effectful, I guess, but it's more effectful to see like the flush wound on his thigh. You know. But do you know why I think that is? 
I think because it is a comic book and it was like a, yeah. ooh, I'm going to do really gross injury because it's edgy and gross. <laughs> yeah, but you That's could rewrite that for a movie, though. You could have yeah. changed it to impale his thigh instead. But his leg was already injured also, so we don't... I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that would have been double kill. It would have been bad. Yeah. But anyway, the fight goes <sighs> on. Um, and at some points, it looks like the characters are CGI. Did you notice that? No, not really. But I think it's because I just, I just was annoyed. I could... I could barely focus because of the sound, to be honest. That okay. really threw me off. Yeah, yeah, I hated it. And it was very dark, so I just went, this is so weird. What, also, yeah, whatever, it's a fight scene. He's going to win in the end, Lee. Yeah. You know, this doesn't really forward the plot. Well, I mean, technically it does, but you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not interesting enough. We just need to know no. he wins. And also, bye like, bye. it didn't feel fair at points, because this brute was huge. It was like, how? The only thing I cared about was, how the fuck is he going to win? Yeah. Because this guy, it doesn't matter how many times you hurt him he just gets back up yeah and he only he only managed to win because he got the gun again otherwise he would have died yeah yeah because the killer honestly is like floundering the entire fight <laughs> yeah yeah i know that, that, that's actually you know and i guess that is I showing that he's human not, yeah because uh, he is kind of a mary sue he never fails other than the first time but that's also a problem he fails the first time and never after that yeah exactly which makes him feel like he's kind of infallible um, and he's perfect in every in every sense of the way. He can predict whenever when anyone's trying to backstab him. You know, with with Tilda Swinton later on. Yeah. Um, this is the only time we're like, ah, oh, shit, he might not make it. That's the only time. And but I guess, he gets yeah, like a little bit of bruise in in his face and like a cut in his forehead. Yeah. And he walks away. Other than that, everything he does just works. Yeah. yeah. It's it's bad. But we're really we're jumping in. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So he he kills the brute. <clears throat> Um, it's kind of funny because you know they have this huge fight where everything sounds like like a like a nuclear explosion whenever any, <laughs> yeah. when everyone walks around, um, and you know the guy has a guard dog which he he drugs with some uh, uh, Nyquil in, in meat yeah yeah sleeping pills fine you know that's the classic it's yeah uh, we've seen that it's before what you do in video games yeah yes um, in movies. Uh, but then the dog is then completely knocked out for the entire fight until. He shoots the guy with a silenced gun. Then the dog wakes up like, I, yeah. I heard that silenced shot. Not no, the brawl you know going what? They do, they do preface that a little bit. Because he they mentions, do? like, this much should be enough for the average pit bull weighing about 45 to 55, whatever. Oh, so it, was, it actually woke up at that point. Yes, because okay. sure enough. But it was this dog funny. was probably a little bit heavier, so he didn't put it into such a deep or like a long enough sleep for him to get out. Sure. Also, this took longer than he anticipated. It's not properly told. It's only if you connect that tiny little detail that he mentions once before he feeds the dog. Because yeah. he tries to feed the dog once, and the dog just doesn't, doesn't care. Eat it. Yeah. And then the second so bite it takes. Good dog. Yeah. Which is like, was the dog supposed to eat both of them for the time to be long enough? Or what if you overdose the dog by giving it both of them? He mentions just then when he's throwing the meat that, oh, this should be enough, or I could kill it if I overdose it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's but very it's, it's, vague. A, it's a funny detail that the dog finally wakes up when he shoots it's him with perfect silence. timing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good dog, yeah, though, for going and check on the owner first and then going, ah, yes. fuck you. <laughs> that was the first time during the fight that I was like, ooh, how is he going to make this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ooh, you you can't fight off a dog. That'll, it'll just lock down on your arm and you're stuck. 
Oh yeah. So it's like, that's he not has letting to go. run now. And that's what he does. Unless he shoots it, which he yeah, doesn't. No, and that's, that's which is like, oh, that's the both, only one. That's the only person he doesn't kill. Yeah. Both good and bad because it it. Uh, I I almost thought this kind of dude would kill a dog, but I hate yes. when they kill dogs in movies. So uh, me too. Yeah, I and but that would this would be the perfect time to do it to show yeah. that he is a super psycho. You know. And he's hellbent on his mission. He doesn't care if it's a dog or a kid or a human getting in the way kind of thing. Yeah. But, but well, I mean, he does blow up the house. Uh, yeah, but the dog will be fine. Sure. He'll just run um, around the fire being, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, Because that also, goes... I don't understand why he blows up the house. I think it's just to cover his tracks. I mean, they're still going to find a bullet hole, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, yeah. Doesn't really make sense, but Ew. whatever, I guess. I guess then it gets rid of his evidence, because there's no fibers from him left. They're all burned up, I suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, if there's any blood left from him, that'll burn up. Yeah. Because I don't think blood survives fire. No. Maybe that. Um, but then he goes on to Tilda Swinton, which is also New York. So I don't think the lawyer was in New York. That might have been somewhere else. Okay, maybe I'm... Maybe I'm uh, Mixing them up. Yeah. Um, he goes to meet her in... Because he's the other one who was who went over there um, to kill Very him. Very strange pairing, I, I, yeah. in my opinion. I get the feeling she's like the... She's like him, the super meticulous one, who maybe uses poisons and sniper rifles. And, you know, they made her bring backup, which was just a big burly guy. Just Because he talks case. about him like, oh, that oaf, that brute, or whatever yeah. she calls him. Um... But it but still feels kind of odd. Like, it's not his, her personal bodyguard or anything. He was just a random dude, it felt like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was some, someone they hired. He was a gun for hire. Yeah. Um, or muscle for hire. Um, but yeah, so he corners Tilda Swinton, or the specialist, I think they call her. Yes, the specialist. Um, in, a, in, a, in, a, um, in a restaurant. Fancy uh, restaurant. Very fancy restaurant. Even though it's not New York City, it's New Jersey, I think. But still, yeah. as fancy as you get in New Jersey. <laughs> um, she says, it's it's the best food, even better than the city. Like, yeah, not in New Jersey. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, and she, she, he says basically nothing. She tells a really long, bad joke for some reason. which Oh, yeah, the one about the hunter and the bear? Yeah. Which, I don't really get that one. I don't. I didn't understand it, what she was trying to say. She is alluding to the fact that since this is, you know, he talks about, you know, he keeps the a lot of the narration in the movie is him repeating, like repeats the rules, repeats like only pick the fights that profit you. Yeah. Um, which is none of the fights in this is profiting him in any way. <laughs> I mean, it emotionally profits him, I suppose, but it doesn't profit him any money. This is all personal. So he is constantly, um. Uh, going over the rules, the rules to his job, which has made him so successful, and throughout the movie, allegedly, he is... allegedly, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he is like to some extent breaking them since he is personally involved. It's not a fight he needs to pick. All that stuff. Um, and she then kind of brings that up, and that the joke is, you know, the the hunter goes out into the forest, sees a bear, shoots it, goes up to to get the bear. The bear is gone. And the bear shows up and says, Ha! You didn't kill me. So now there's two choices. Either I kill you now, or I, like, rape you or something? Yes. Yeah. Um, so And, and of course, the, the hunter doesn't want to die, so he gets raped by the bear. Which is so weird. <laughs> yeah. 
Only to, uh, like, get a second kind of, chance, I guess? It's kind of like this... We have a Swedish version of that joke, which is more racist. The booga oh booga joke. I don't think I've heard that. You haven't heard that? Okay, whatever. It's the same joke, but with a- African, like, tribesmen and oh. hunter. What yeah. the fuck? Anyway, we're not going <laughs> to talk about that. No. Um, the hunter comes back the next the day. <laughs> yeah. To try hun- again. If you want to hear that joke... You can hear it on Patreon.com. Oh my god! Okay. I'll tell it there. He tries um, again for some reason. Yeah, he brings a bigger gun, a you know, big elephant blunderbuss rifle. Shoots the the bear right in the head. <clears throat> Same thing though, no blood, nothing. The bear comes up. Oof! Puts his arm around the shoulder like, God yeah. damn it! But uh, you know, I'll give you the same choice. I can kill you or rape you. And he's like, Fine, go ahead. <laughs> it's just. And then the Fuck. third time he comes back with a fucking bazooka, an RPG, and he obliterates the bear. The bear walks up to him and says, once again, he's like, Fuck, dude, you missed. Uh, I'm getting the feeling you kind of want this. You're in, yeah. like, you're not just here to hunt me, are you? That's the joke. Like, haha, he wants to be raped by the bear. He's weird, I suppose. Yeah, and that's... I, I, I'm guessing she's alluding to the fact that, yeah... You, you you say you kill for money, but you're not killing for money now. You say it's for revenge, but it's like revenge is is, is the worst worst reason uh, for anything really. Like sure. revenge is always the that's why you say whenever you go to you know go for revenge, you know dig two graves because it's yeah. not gonna work out. Um, it always so ends bad. She's alluding to the fact that you're just you at this point you're just enjoying the killing. To oh. kind of like, you know, see, I know you, I get you. She's trying to manipulate him or, you know, see through his facade, so to speak. Honestly, just, I did not understand that. Okay, that's how I interpret it, at least. Um, and that's why she keeps fucking talking and talking about... Yeah, and that's also this, to, like, that. drag it out to find the perfect moment for of herself course, to yeah. kind of get away. She drinks the whiskey, and then they get out of there, and she... And... And... <clears throat> and she, he's gonna shoot her by the river, or she says, "So you do it down by the water at least." So they walk over there. She slips on the on the on the icy steps, and she's like, "At least help a girl up." And he actually first you think like oh, he's gonna reach for her hand, but then he just shoots her. Yeah. She stumbles over, and we see oh, she picked up a knife from her purse. She was gonna kill him. So once again, you know, not him not being human saved him. It's like ah, he's damn, he's perfect at this. <laughs> Um, but it also kind of felt like he was just like, you know what? I'm sick of this. He changed his mind like mid walk, like ah, fuck you, and just shoot. Yeah, him. yeah. This yeah. is taking too long. I'm cold or something. Yeah, and then we get to the final guy, which is the guy who originally wanted the assassination in uh, Paris. Uh, in Paris, yeah. So Some sort the, of um, business guy who I'm guessing is eliminating competition. It's or the something. customer. Yeah, exactly the customer. Um. And, you know, the killer uh, thinks that, oh, of course, the customer must have asked for, like, ah, he failed me. Kill him. You know. Yeah. So he goes to the guy, spends, like, a couple of days uh, uh, scoping uh, it out. Scoping it out, like, figuring out how to get to him, which is all, you know, ordering that's, that's kind of like a Hitman Code Name 47 setup shit I like. Yeah, but ordering a key fob on Amazon? That's also like, yeah, I guess under false name, but they're going to be able to track you. Also, that false name. what multi-millionaire uses a lock that can be hacked by ordering a key fob from Amazon? Yeah, I wonder about that too. Cause, like, you Are can you just, dumb? <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like, oh, I can just get myself a key forging set off Amazon. Like, shouldn't that be illegal? 
Like, no, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just copying for myself. No, that's why I came to Sweden. You can get copies of keys, but you have to go to a also, certified person yeah, but show, like, also, ID and stuff. Not just order shit off the internet. I don't know. This is also, like, an electric lock. Um, yeah. So it's like if if you need to like if if you get locked out you would probably have to call the company, yeah, and have them send a technician out. Like, I don't, I I didn't look, but I'm assuming Amazon can't ship that kind of shit everywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it felt a little. But maybe convenient. it was a special assassin Amazon. Or something. <laughs> assassin Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> we um, had like the you know the VIP login for assassins only. <laughs> Yeah, it was John Wick's assassin. Or yeah. Amazon. Exactly. Literally called assassin with sense. Aziz. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. No, I, I don't know. It was kind of convenient. It was a little bit of a convenience, you know, to move the yeah. plot along. Yeah, he copies the fob, I suppose. It would have made more sense if he just, like, I don't know, had a program on his phone and did exactly. it. Exactly. that makes more of, uh, sense. Spyware, yeah, some sort you know? of uh, yeah, exactly. Spyware, some sort of like illegal contract killer app that can yeah, you know, copy fobs. Not order it from Amazon. What? It's so dumb. Uh, yeah, whatever. Um, but, but he makes he, his way in. He makes his way in. Um, I thought we were gonna get a scene where he works out while like stalking the guy. It would be fun yeah. to see him just like stand on like a treadmill, like oh, there the guy is just looking guy at him, keeping track on him. <clears throat> yeah, but no, he's but, just no. in the locker room. Yeah, I was like, ah, oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> you wanted like up, fast, better goes... shirtless. <laughs> then he goes up to uh, to his to his penthouse apartment. Uh, this is Chicago, by the way. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and then the guy's like, oh, oh shit, you're you're the you're the guy from Paris. Like, listen, uh, like. They they just called me and told me you failed and like the standard procedure was to get rid of all evidence, including you. I didn't know what was going on. I just paid for it. Yeah, and then he's like, "Okay." I think he even said they said if I paid extra, they would like scrub it. Basically, mm-hmm. he doesn't even know what that entails. He just yeah. got, was told like we'll we'll clean it up if you pay a bit extra. Yeah. Um, and then he doesn't kill the guy. I was like, okay. He was only paid for them to to hurt his his love person, <laughs> girlfriend, whatever. Partner, partner, right? Partner sounds so professional. Whatever. Sure, but whatever. Girlfriend. She's a girlfriend. Girlfriend, exactly. Girlfriend. Um, lover. Romantic um, partner. <laughs> Michaela anyway. or something. By the way, she does. She's one of the few ones that has a name. Ma- Magdala. Sorry, Magdala. Magdala. Yeah. That sounds like a part of your brain, the amygdala. <laughs> no, her Isn't name Magdala? is Magdala. No, no, M-A-G-D-A-L-A. Magdala. Okay. Magdala. It, maybe it's a Hispanic version of Magdalena or something? I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, um, and he's like, okay, I won't kill you, but, you know, he says something like, oh, if I have to, I'll come back and I'll put some, like, poison in your coffee or you'll slowly yeah. die by, uh, you know... Uh, um, uh, radiation poisoning or whatever. And yeah, like, he vague okay. threats. Yeah, vague threats. Like, wh- okay, so this is the one guy you're not gonna kill. The guy who could literally pay other people to find you and kill you. Yeah. Okay. Like now you show mercy all of a sudden. Why? Because this dude didn't know, or says says he doesn't know. Yeah, but Leo didn't know. He- the taxi driver exactly. didn't know. But he killed him without remorse. 
okay. He killed the fucking uh, uh, the assistant to his uh, handler, who fucking yeah. helped him. Killed her, and all she wanted to do was like, I'm, I'm not gonna say anything. I, don't, I know this line of work. I'm not gonna talk. I'm not yeah. dumb. I was almost gonna. I almost thought they were gonna do like once again more, uh, kind of like a Hitman the video game things that she was gonna become his new handler, become the Diana Burwood character from those games. Um, yeah. So they could, you know, they're not gonna do a sequel, obviously, because I don't think Fincher does sequels. But I mean, they could at least, you know, hint that ah, and so the the day goes on, and now yeah, whatever now her she name takes was, her, she, she takes care of the business, inherits yeah. the lawyers, whatever, and takes and over. And he keeps killing, yeah. But no. He, he he kills her. He kills everyone. Saves 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 this guy for some reason. Client. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. The client goes back to uh, the Dominican Republic. Uh. His his girlfriend is is better. Uh, Out of the hospital. Yeah. So he's he you know they're sitting in his nice house. Funny though, he walks up to her on her left side, which is the eye she can't see out of. Yeah. Which is also both dumb because then she's going to get scared because she can't see and she's recently been assaulted. But also, it's more awkward for him to walk in between. This is super nitpicky. nitpicky. <laughs> but it's walking in between the two sun uh, chairs or whatever it's called, sunbeds. Yeah. Why not just serve her on the right side so she can see him approaching and not get scared? That's a that's a uh, a detail that you would, like, in, in real life, if you lose sight on your left eye, you would pick the chair on the, the left so that, that you will sit yeah. on with people on your right. Like, it's the same with people who are hard of hearing in one ear. They always yeah. make make sure you're on the side so that your deaf ear is to is the away wall, from the so person. to speak. Yeah. yeah. That, and I've noticed that people... in myself because I, 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 I have a bit less uh, hearing in my left ear. Whenever I'm at work and I'm talking to someone, I always, like, turn my body to the to the left. Yeah, the right ear you shift. Them. Yeah. Not without even thinking about it. Yeah, sure. But it's 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 why we usually sit on. You usually sit to the uh, left of me in theaters because yeah. it makes more sense from my hearing as well. Yeah, yeah. Because I, it has happened the other way, and I can't fucking hear you when you whisper. Yeah, exactly. Now. When we switch, it doesn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. It's so just, that's, but that's just a detail. That's just but very strange that they didn't think of that. Yeah, and, but it's it also makes like it very unnatural. It's a, it's the classic which has happened many times before when I talk about nitpicks. When I don't enjoy a movie, I start like amp amp amp. Like, yeah, but I, it's a I, weird thing to to realize at the very end because by the end you don't care about nitpicks anymore. Sure. It's it's literally it's like that is the last scene. He makes coffee, walks up to her, gives her the coffee, they smile, and then he has a twitch in his eye. At yeah. The end. And he talks about, because earlier he talked, he talked about like his, um, his his philosophy is to try and be one of the few instead of one of the many, because you know, the few always you know the you know can look down and and use the many, basically talking about rich and poor, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he has like a bit of a, uh, you know, uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Not socialist. The other one, capitalist view yeah. of the world. But then in the end, he he talks about you know I don't even remember because I wasn't paying attention. But he, he <laughs> mentions that he he would like it's better to try and be one of the many. So like okay, so now he's like, uh, it's bad to kill for money, so I won't anymore. Was that his emotional growth? Was that the character development? Yeah, and then it also ends with him because it was a big thing they talked about, or at least in the in the trivia it said. But I'll, I'll point out a lot of flaws in that as well. That he never blinks because you know that's a psychopath thing. He not doesn't blink, okay, and whenever he's on screen, he doesn't blink. That up. But the movie ends with him. You can see 
behind this because uh, they film so you can see his eyes even when he's with his uh, shades on. He actually shuts his eyes like, oh, he's he's now oh, calm. He finally he is, blink. <laughs> he finally blinks. Yeah. However, he blinks all the time in the movie. No, that's not true. But he does blink. Um, and I know a lot of them are like, you know, those those slow where he's maybe like shifting his eyes. But he does blink several times during the the Tilda Swinton scene. Maybe so it's because if, if, if they were if they were going scene, for like we're gonna cut away every time he blinks, so he looks like super psychotic. They failed in the Tilda Swinton scene. <laughs> Maybe it has to do with like um um not feeling as threatened around her, so he doesn't feel in like he feels safe enough to blink. I guess because see, they're in in the setting they are and the person she is. She's the expert. She's not gonna just burst out and kill him. She's gonna do it methodically, just like him. But then the but again, end- again, like I shouldn't have to assume this. We've said this millions of times by now. Those kinds of details should have like we have a voiceover throughout most of this movie. Yeah, mention shit like that then. Yeah, um, no. well, I mean, well, like it's almost like a little Easter egg. But the fact that they point out that oh, he never they they deliberately never had him blink on screen to make him feel more emotionless. It's like, but that's not true. He blinks all the time. But yeah. It's, yeah, it's only in that scene though, and I'm thinking like they just couldn't cut around it because it's a long dialogue back and forth scene. So and more Michael times he had to blink, yeah, couldn't just not blink. Yeah, exactly. Because um, I know there are actors who genuinely don't blink when they don't have to. Like, yeah, I know there's some other persons. I, I can't know, remember, but I'm like or another psychopath. Him. He never blinks yeah. in the movie. Ooh, yeah, and it, yeah, it's true. Makes it feel like you know it's like shark eyes. They're always open, but they're black. You know. Something like that. Whatever. Uh, But I I just thought it was funny because I read that because it was also, yeah, I was kind of distracting myself. Like, oh, that's cool. He never blinks. And then like 20 minutes later, he was in the Tilda Swinton. I was like, blink, blink, (laughs) blink, blink. What the fuck? Okay. (laughs) All wrong. Never mind. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, then the movie ends. And I was like, oh, so no emotional growth. All All the emotional stuff came in the first like 15 minutes. There's no arc to him. Like, the arc is done when he says, I'm going to avenge my lover. <clears throat> and then he Which does. Which he doesn't say <coughs> outright, does he? No. But he says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this right or something. Yeah, yeah. I think the only time you, like, get any, like, proper reaction or emotion out of him is when he goes through the house and he's looking at everything. It's not until he sees the, the window she went through that he goes... <gasps> He just like gasps and then yeah. cut to the hospital, and he's like, "Where's she? She's hurt." Oh yeah, that's the only like frazzled moment he has. But that then that's also the problem because yeah, we want to get to the point where ah, he is human after all. But that should come like two thirds into the movie, and for the it's final like, act, you know, yes, he's the human. He's gonna save everyone. It's Here like comes we're missing. In the beginning. It's like we're missing a prologue. <clears throat> yeah. Where we get to know that he is this this uh, ultimate assassin perfectionist who never fails and everyone is scared of him. Where we get the whole uh, Baba Yaga story from John Wick <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because even in John Wick, I'm trying to remember now, the first John Wick movie, we don't get to see him kill anyone. The first thing we see is him with the break-in, right? Uh, yeah, his wife dying, getting the puppy and everything. And you're like... Yeah, yeah but then like the first... 
action scene thing is when he get, he gets his house gets broken into and he gets, gets beaten beat up. up. Yes, which would tell us that oh he's not strong. Yeah, but then but then, but then everyone they keeps going like rectifying that by other people telling us that he is the yeah. monster in the night. John Leguizamo saying like oh where'd you get this car when when Alfie Allen comes with the car, and it's like oh I stole it from some guys but. I just, uh, and then he found out like it was John Wick Hold and up. Then, that's his John name Wick's comes up car and he's like he slaps his mafia boss's son which is what yeah. the fuck and he's like get the fuck out of here and then yeah uh, Vigo uh, Michael Nyquist calls him and like I heard you slap my son but like, yeah well he stole John Wick's car and killed his dog and they're like ah oh. shit it was like yeah, that's, then, that's then the it's thing, like though. oh I, I see where you did that I don't like it but I see where you did it it's everyone else's reaction it's everyone else telling us that this is the most badass dude ever and you don't want to fuck yeah, with him yeah and you're almost like, like what are you what's like this it sounds like a, like they're they're telling us like a, a story you know he is like the ghost Literally, story like, you tell kids about, yeah which they say Baba like, Yaga. You, you tell a story of Baba Yaga to scare your children like Baba Yaga will come and take you in the night yeah but then when he actually, I think the first like big action scene is no, that's when they go go back to his house to kill him. Yeah, and he is ready. Yeah, exactly. And, you're and like, then he shows straight away that he oh, is. Oh, yeah. And the second one is at, is. is at the club with the bathhouse in the yeah. basement. He's like, oh fuck, they build it up. The issue, the the contrast then here is that no one else is telling us that he is this good except for himself. It's only the killer who, in, yeah, in internal I, monologue, tells I'm us the best. I am, I am I perfect. Set of rules. Yeah. And the rules fail in the beginning. No one only... else tells us that. We never get to see it. Yeah, it's all very. And I guess, I guess it is. It is the journey. The journey for revenge is where we see, like, ah, his methods work. But the thing is that he's also breaking his rules by, you know, picking fights that are not profitable. Yeah. So. And also, his methods don't always work because he gets brutally beaten down by the brute before he manages to shoot him. Yeah. Like, that was not meticulous or by any means. Where was the sniper? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I'm, 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 I'm getting the feeling like they want, us to, they want to tell the story of, you know, a guy, like, losing control. Yeah, but he, I guess. But he doesn't really. Exactly. And in the end, it is, it is ultimately his rules, even though he does it for the wrong reasons. Now, not profit, but revenge. That do save him, and in the end, yeah. he's fine. His girlfriend's fine, and he can relax. Oh. It's very. It's like they couldn't really decide on which part to like be the dominant part. Yeah, because either he goes full psycho rampage in the justice on the seek of revenge kind yeah. of thing, and and for forgoes all of his rules, or he follows them to the to the T, and still gets like what he wants, but he doesn't really because you have you have unplanned issues you have um like strong reactions to certain things um killing in a non-meticulous way like he could have just sniper shot everyone basically yeah, or poisoned them. yeah. Um, but no but, he decides but, to put nails into the chest of the lawyer i think that he is trying though because he wants to get information out of him so he wants to uh, yeah but he fails his calculations yeah you see that's where his rules fail him Again, I guess. That's actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair. Uh, but, so, like, but, every single kill is not going according to plan. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Um, so, his... So, his, he's his, not the best, obviously? No. <laughs> in my mind. But he also pulls it off in the end, basically without a scratch. Sure. So, and, 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 and then, 
fuck, fuck all of that. And like, okay, so, you know, he keeps talking about the rules. He keeps talking about, you know, what you have to do. And then he says, in the end, when the movie's over, what are we supposed to get out of it except for just surface level, like, action entertainment, which we don't really get either because it's so slow. No, we don't really slow. get it. Really like, what are we supposed to get out of this as an audience? Nothing. Nothing. Is there, is nothing there, a, to get... is there a theme um, There's not even like a moral of the story. Yeah, or or amoral because it's amoral. But yeah, some a theme, a moral of the story. Uh, you know, we didn't get the uh, satisfaction of seeing a character transform completely and becoming like the best self or anything. Yeah, like what do we get out of it? Nothing. Nothing. And that's also something I talked about. Like, uh, like yeah, I didn't this... read your entire review because I it was too long and I. Pulled it up just as we were starting to record. So <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, this is this is very like the plot, the surface level plot is very reminiscent of like you know, cheapo like B C tier action movies. You know, starring uh, I mentioned uh, uh, Jason Statham or or like Scott Atkins. You know those cheapo like uh, you know action movies that yeah. we don't that, like straight to DVD. You know. Um, 90 minutes, they have like five fight scenes and that's about it. It's a loose frame story uh, story frame to, to just get these five fight scenes and like a car chase. Um, and those movies are like, they're, they're trash and they know it. Like there's not, it's not high art, but you know, at least they know that. And yeah. therefore, and like they don't have like a great story to tell. It's just like, I'm going to kill the person who killed my father or something, you know. Yeah. Or like, oh, they tried to kill me, so I'm going to kill them. It's Steven Seagal shit, you know. Yeah. Um, when he was good. This was a long time ago. <laughs> the 90s. Old times. Old, Old times, times. yeah. yeah. Um, but at least then, those movies have some entertainment value in the action, especially the, the yes. newer movies where you have a lot of very well-choreographed action scenes, like Scott, At- like Scott Atkins, Keanu Reeves. Um, I mean, John Wick is basically a, a, a big-budget version of a, a, a B-action sleaze movie. Oh, yeah! This is that kind of story, because it's just, oh, my employer's trying to kill me, so I'm going to kill them using the tools they taught me. But we never get any entertaining action scenes. It's just him sitting in cars. Or, or interesting character discussions, developments, reactions, or anything. No, exactly. It's just a repetition of the same mantra in his head. Like, Which he is, barely yeah. even speaks in this movie. Yeah. I, mean, I, I find that interesting, though. He doesn't have to speak. So there's, sure. there's a lot of, like, inner monologue. I like that Yeah, part. but the inner monologue is so repetitive. It gets yeah. boring. Yeah. The external monologue should have been then um, the development and the entertainment. But yeah. there's not enough of it. No, but that's what I mean. You don't have a lot of development in those kind of Jason Statham, Scott Atkins movies as well. But at least then we get car chases, fight yeah. scenes, explosions. We don't get that here. So. No. If we don't have, like, a nice, cool, character-driven story, we don't have any themes, really, we don't have, like, something interesting to ruminate about afterwards, and we also don't have any cool action scenes, no car chases, no explosions, I mean, we have one explosion, but it's yeah, not Yeah, but cool. isn't it? No. Yeah, it's not fun. <coughs> it's like, like something you do in GTA. <laughs> yeah, like, what are we supposed to get out of this? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. There is... Good cinematography? Sometimes. Because honestly, that's another thing, talking about bad uh, um, uh, editing and stuff. There are moments in this when there, which is also very uh, new for David Fincher, where you have handheld uh, uh, footage. 
Yeah. You know, because it's supposed to be, he's running around and he's supposed to be nervous. So you know, then you have handheld. Sure. And sometimes it's obviously some guy running after him with a camera. But then sometimes they obviously have like a locked off shot, either on, a, on an arm or like a tripod. I don't think it's a tripod, but like on an arm or um, something. Yeah. And they have added digital like shakes to the camera, which is, at least for me, super easy to spot. Yeah, not um, for me, to be fair, so Okay, fine. I noticed it, because it was also, like, <clears throat> in-between shots of actual shaky hand cam stuff. So I was like, what the fuck? Why are they fake-shaking the camera? Like, why don't I just pick all handheld stuff or just have locked-off shots? Why fake it? It looks fake. Yeah. It happens It happens when he's running into his house several times. It's like, ugh, ah, it just hurts my eyes. <laughs> um, and then it happens sometimes during the fight scene, because that's when we get a lot of hand uh, handheld as well, which is also when you kind of see where I, I thought the characters looked like they were CGI'd sometimes, because they had the weird kind of video game motion thing to them. It didn't look real. It reminded me of... Um, uh, Blade Two, where you have uh, a fight between uh, you know the the vampire assassins and Blade early in the yeah. movie, um, where they uh, at one point cut away from the real fight to have this cool stylized shot where they're all CGI. I mean that's made in two thousand and two, so you can obviously show, sure. but it's it's made to be very stylized. They move almost like comic book characters. There were moments in this fight. Where it felt like that. And I was like, Ugh, I might be wrong. It might just look like it because it was all dark and the fake digital shake on the camera yeah. maybe made it look like that. But it looked so weird. It completely pulled me out of the the, the movie. That was also a thing that, that the darkness that we mentioned a few times. Because every shot is so dark. Because everything takes place at night, basically. Yeah. Even like in the hospital, it's very dark. Yes. The lights keep going out. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The, but it's to show that it's country, like. I don't know. Yeah, it's to show that this because he pays, he tries to pay the he tries to pay the nurse to like get her a better room or the doctor. Yeah, and they they then later on like tell us like yeah we're gonna transfer her to a nicer hospital. So it's yeah. to show that yeah she was rushed and they just take the closest one and it's not it's not fully developed. Whatever it's uh yeah like third world country kind of thing. Yeah, but but like could you? I, there's so many other movies where they're not rich and famous or whatever. And at least there's colors in the movie somewhere. Like they <laughs> take place on the streets of fucking Tokyo or something, and they're New York ne- neon signs, or yeah. you're in a hotel that has these weird funky wallpapers. Something. Well, everything is gray here. That is, I gotta, I'll defend that because that is David Fincher's style. His movies are sure. very desaturated. And, but could and we dark. have something of interest in this movie? Like we don't <laughs> have a fully proper story that works. We don't have interesting characters really. We don't have pretty pictures, really. Like, I mean, they're pretty, they're nice, they're well made, obviously, but yeah. they're all gray. C- could we have like a pop of color or something? <laughs> we don't have great music to listen to. There's nothing really, except yeah. for, yeah, the meticulous and cool way Fincher um, films shit and the way good the acting. killer does everything meticulously. Yeah. yeah, and good acting. But that's that's cool for like twenty minutes, and then you're like, exactly. is something gonna happen you need, now, or you is you just gonna more. do the same thing need, over and over again? You need stimulants. Yeah. <laughs> a movie's supposed to, like, stimulate all your senses, basically, except for, I t- guess, taste and smell. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, you can have popcorn. If you enjoy the movie, you'll enjoy the popcorn <laughs> yeah, more, you know? Yeah, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this I know, is, I know there's what mean. so much missing here. Yes, and that was, that is so weird. Like, that, that, like I said, I, I'm sure David Fincher enjoyed 
the comic book because it is very meticulous. It's basically him. Of course. Uh, uh, when he shoots a movie about you know about a killer, so he's like, mm, yeah. So I, it's I not really instead like of a camera, you know, it's a sniper rifle. Yeah, kind of thing. But he's also a good enough director and filmmaker to know that you, it, a movie needs a three act. Not always, but he's still making mainstream movies. You need a yeah. three-act structure. You need the highs, you need the lows, you need a character arc. These are things you need to engage an audience. Um, But yeah. no, he doesn't no, at all. We don't get it. And it's kind of funny because this movie <sighs> still has like good reviews. Um, and I'm not going to say that everyone is this, but I get the feeling a lot of people are like, well, it is a David Fincher movie, so it is really yeah. good. It's like, yeah, but, you know, maybe if it wasn't a it's, David Fincher movie, would you say that? It's not even that good for a David Fincher movie. No. Really. I, like, I, like I wrote in my Even review, though I haven't seen a lot of his movies, I can tell that this is not one of his best works. Like, no. I, I was at one point, because I know this is, um, he had a, a, a five or four year contract with Netflix which I guess he signed after uh, Mindhunter because that was more than five years ago where he was gonna like exclusively make movies for them and so far he's made two now and, and I think that the and contract runs out he did last year or next year episode for Love, Death and Robots which is also a Netflix thing right? oh sure yeah yeah. Um, so you know they, they say like oh <clears throat> this is a passion project he's wanted to make this for 20 years since the comic book came out but eh, i also feel like maybe he just did this because he had to make it they, they were like you got to make another movie we didn't sign you for 5 years to just make one movie guy so yeah, he's like all right i'll one pick more this thing one because <laughs> it's easy to, <clears throat> it's easy to make <clears throat> because it also feels like almost like a joke like he's like laughing Someone actually said that. Yeah, right here. Review by Kyle. Gave it four stars, though. Fincher just straight um, up laughing letterbox? in our face at this point. Fuck you and fuck your little world, too. You know, the joke he makes in the movie. Oh, yeah. um, that also was a weird detail. There's a lot of brand mentioning. For <laughs> yeah. Like McDonald's. I think they mentioned Starbucks. There's Amazon, Wordle. Yeah. So many, like, airlines being mentioned. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> um... But but uh, I almost I almost think like yeah he he just he he they were like, you gotta make another movie he's like okay I'll I'll pick the killer because I I can make basically make um an 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 autistic like scene where I just do the same thing over and over again and nothing happens because I think that's fun no one else gonna like it but I I I find it interesting so yeah I'll do and they're it. not gonna stop me because they just need a movie yeah exactly. Um, so you know what is it a, is I, it I mentioned joke? it yeah I don't know I mentioned it when I texted you about it about this episode and what, what I, I had like a, a suggestion for the patron yeah um, I <laughs> my phrasing was both um, about the movie about Kate and, and other movies we might talk about but it was also kind of directed at the killer it's a cheaper wannabe John Wick kind of movie yeah, this, that's what this looked like to me. It looked like, oh, I want to do, I want to do John Wick, but you know, I gotta make it a little bit different. So, um, yeah, I'll do this instead. And it looked cheaper and less entertaining. I don't understand how they got Tilda Swinton to be in this because it's David Fincher. Yeah, yes, he's he's uh, a very prestigious director you want to work with. I understand. Sure. It. And I mean, she got. I mean, the one scene she's in. 
it's all you know it's a, it's a it's a ni- it's a nice restaurant she has oh, a lot yeah. of like fancy dialogue she has fancy clothes yeah her, her she doesn't have her, to run around and get dirty and shit no, she just her, slips one time <laughs> and her scene is fun because it's the one time they kind of go into the psychology behind the guy a little yeah. bit at least so if she only read her scene she was I'm, she's like oh sure yeah i'll I, do this i get to be in a fincher movie i get paid my scene at least is good yeah i wouldn't i have I good dialogue yeah cool and like i said <laughs> the movie isn't bad no. So it's not like she's she like oh this movie sucks but I'm gonna do it for the money. No, I mean no. This is an opportunity for her to work with a good director. I, I don't hold that against her. I don't hold people who like this movie against it. You know, against that no. against them. I just I just they, yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And I mentioned uh, yeah in my in my uh, thing on on Letterboxd uh, that the killer is probably Fincher's worst movie. Mentioned that I haven't seen Mank or Girl with Dragon Tattoo. Um, but that it still then puts it above most of the trash being produced today. But, sure. I, but because I it's Fincher, you are expecting more than this. See, since I haven't seen a lot of Fincher movies, I didn't even think of the fact that this was a Fincher movie. Okay. I didn't expect that. I expected um, something action. more like John Wick, but maybe more reserved. Yeah, like, no, but like, no, not John Wick, obviously. But, you know, a good attempt at a assassin action movie. Mm. Nothing's going to top John Wick. No. Um, but I can tell you this much. I watched another movie right after I watched The Killer. I finally finished The Killer and I went, I need to see other, like, assassin movies to, like, juxtaposition to this and just, like, get other movies in my, for the discussion tomorrow or whatever. Sure. And I watched a Korean one because mm. it came up in the suggestions. The ballerina? Called... Yes. Okay, I saw the trailer for it. I haven't seen it yet. Was it good? We are going to talk about that on the Patreon episode more, but I'm just going to mention that is also like a Netflix low-budget movie. Low-budget. No, no. Um, uh, it doesn't have any famous that I know of because it's all Korean. Yeah. I don't know any of the actors or directors or anything. It's a Netflix production. It was way more entertaining than The Killer. It was may- way more interesting than The Killer. It had so much more going for it. Yeah. And I'm I'm 100% going to recommend you watch The Ballerina over The Killer. Okay. Just got to see if we can find the budget for it. Because I don't think this is a cheap movie, though. No, but it kind of... There's something about it that's so cheap. No, this can't be true. It says, this is IMDb, so we'll take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. It says estimated budget of $175 million. What the fuck did they put money on? <laughs> yeah, now I'm wondering. Because you, you can make an entire Marvel movie for that. And at least that has like more... Ex- I mean, it's all CGI, but still. More explosions. More actors. Yeah. Is that like... Where did all the money go to? went to Fastbender, Swinton, and Parnell? Yeah. Because they're the only three names that I recognize from this entire production. Yeah, the only big names. Like, did they split all the money between them? Like, that's insane. It can't like, what be did they... 175. No. Either way, <sighs> even if it was a high-budget movie, what the fuck did they put the money on? Because there's nothing in this movie that looks expensive, really. I I, I, I have to disagree a little bit. I don't think it looks cheap. Um, I think it looks cheap. Like, it's, it's too well shot to look cheap, except for some of the, the visual okay, effects. Okay, so they put money on cameras. Yes, and I did. I did find like a behind-the-scenes clip that was on like some random Russian 
uh, YouTube channel for some reason. <laughs> okay. Came out like eleven months ago. They had like an interview, like press kit thing. Okay. Um, it is kind of funny because it, it was partially shot during the end of the pandemic, so there was a lot of like all of the like car scenes are shot in a studio with uh, not green screen but a uh, uh, rear screen projection, like old school. Yeah. Um, uh, the way you shot car scenes back in the day. Like, you know, James Bond looks like there's a screen behind him. Yeah. Uh, but now it looks better, of course. So, like... And there's a lot of scenes in cars. There's a lot of scenes of him driving. So they, they like, had, like, a couple of weeks in a studio in Los Angeles where he just got into different cars. He sat on the moped. And it's all just him sitting there with cameras locked down um, and, and like, screens showing different cities behind him. It was like, Ugh. Basically getting B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of all the stuff when he's driving. It's like, oh, so that's what they spend $100 million on? Like, what? I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but, like, there wasn't any, like, there wasn't this, I'm comparing to other big movies, obviously, other... No, there's no, there's not a lot of production There's no big, value. expensive mansion or casino they walk into where there's, like, hundreds of people in fancy dresses Exactly, and shit. yeah. There, there's, there's no, there's no extravagance. Big extra yeah. So, you know, movies are expensive, but, like, almost 200 million? No. It, it can't. On a bunch of empty houses and a few street shots? Exactly. Let's uh, uh, let's take John Wick Four because like it's a similar movie, same year. Um, Honestly, I'm thinking of like Casino Royale. Well, yeah. Well, that's that's older, so it's not gonna be as expensive. No, but you know what I mean. Like, movie. yeah, I know what you mean. But like John Wick Four, huge movie. Uh, like so many actors, extras, locations. Yeah. Uh, breaking shit. <laughs> and that movie cost. Half or a hundred million dollars at least, seventy-five million dollars less. Yeah, and that's for a three-hour action epic. Like, what costs so much? I don't get it. Is it David Fincher that costs so much? Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I want fifty million. No, because um, that might have changed now, but I know that like the highest-paid actors and directors in Hollywood, I think. Uh, only get, of course, they get you know residuals and stuff, but their, yeah, their yeah, base the, the, salary, so to speak, for I'm gonna make this movie, I want this much, is like 20, 25 million. Okay, so say that Michael Fassbender, Tilda Swinton, Charles Parnell, and um, 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 I, Fincher, Fincher got 20 each. Yeah, that's 100 million. Exactly. So they spent 75 million dollars on the movie, but then that's that's you extreme. Yeah, you don't get 20 million dollars for one scene. No. You don't. No. She uh, you, she probably didn't get a lot of money for it. May, maybe a million. Yeah, but like, the only person who repeats and has more scenes is Michael Fassbender. That's the only person that would make more. And that's also guy, And then, of course, David Fincher. I mean, I'm... Because sure. Charles Parnell is only in technically one scene. Yeah. And I know, uh, yeah, uh, this is super, super speculative here. Um, but I know that Fassbender is, uh, you know... He this was his first movie in four years, main, mainly oh, because yeah. of the pandemic. But still, like, sure, he doesn't just do movies. I mean, he didn't do the X Men movies, but I think he likes he did the first one and then had to sign a contract. That's why he's in the rest of them because it's not the kind of movies he makes. He makes no. you know movies like Shame and uh, you know dramas like uh, fucking. Uh, uh, I mean, he did do the the alien shit though. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But again, that might have been a contract. Yeah. Because he signed on for the first one, which seemed cool with the whole David shit. Yeah. And then he had to make and the second then, one, which... 
God damn it, you sucks have to even going. harder. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, so I, 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 I don't think he's like, well, I want $20 million to make this no. movie. Because some of the movies he makes, that's like the whole budget. So I'm pretty sure. But at the same time, I mean, it's his job. And I mean, he probably has like agents and stuff. So he probably got paid a lot for the movie. But I, sure. I cannot imagine this costing $175 million. No. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking at more, I am more movies struggling from this year. to understand that. Yeah. Another movie. I have no idea of the quality of this because I haven't seen it, but it's a it's a um it's a newer movie. It's a Marvel movie. Hey, I completely forgot that he was in three hundred, by the way. <laughs> yeah, well, that's before he was like famous. Sure, that was sure, when he was still. still doing like bit parts. But yeah, he's the guy who said, We'll fight in the shade. Yeah. He's cool, he's so cool. Um Oh, there's no budget for it. Of course not, Disney. I, I was, I was looking up. I was looking up the Marvels since it's a oh, right. recent movie. Hey, what is the third Marvels title? Because we have Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. What's the, what's the third one? I just oh, it just uh, got stuck in my head. It's Monica Rambeau. But what's her Marvel title? She doesn't have a Marvel title because she's just oh. military or something. I don't know. Oh, so it's not well. Okay, that she was. She was. Uh, she's of. She's the fighter pilot buddy from Captain Marvel, and she had some sort of role the in Wonder Vision. I never watched. I watched the first episode of Wonder Vision, but that was it. Whatever. I. I was just like because I saw the poster in my head. I just went. Okay, so the Marvels means that they all have a different title, Marvel. Yeah. I mean, we have Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel. What the fuck is the third uh, one? She gets powers pilot at Marvel? some point. I don't know. I don't know, but she does get astronaut powers. Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, sorry, never mind. That was a sidetrack. Oh shit! That's Yo-Yo from the Clone Tyrone. It is. Yeah, the Hooker. Huh. Cool. Huh. Um, I'm still not gonna watch it. <laughs> no, no, please God. No. <laughs> um, I, d- I am, however, gonna round this up by asking you. Yeah. Uh, I need I need one more movie to watch for the Patreon episode because I've watched Kate, I've watched Ballerina. I'm gonna talk about Ballerina and John Wick a lot in that episode. Sure. Yeah. We'll talk- I want to have like another. Mid mid tier assassin movie kind of thing. Okay. Oh, not mid tier, maybe. But no, you but know. I know what you mean, like a regular contract yeah, yeah, killer yeah. movie. Um, problem is, and I'm gonna have. To, I'll say this on the podcast, so some people hear it and maybe judge me for it. But I, a lot of the contract killer movies I like are kind of trashy. Like, sure, I like the first Hitman Codename Forty Seven movie, which most people hate. I, I actually. It, it's bad, but Avoided I think Timothy <laughs> Oliphant is a good hitman in that. That's kind of where my love for Timothy Oliphant was born. You did mention one when we talked earlier. Yeah, The um, Merry Gentleman. Um, no, before that. Uh, was it like a woman's name? Lucy? No. Atomic Blonde? But yeah, maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Atomic Blonde. That's more of a spy movie, though. She's not an assassin. Okay, sure, sure, sure. But great movie, but uh, it's not, a, not an assassin movie. But it would fit into the John Wick kind of thing, I suppose. Um, but The Merry Gentleman, um, I think it was really... I haven't seen it since, like, 2010. But I, I enjoyed it. It has a meta score of 55. Um, the Hollywood Reporter said, An edgy entertainment... An edgy entertainment, comma. The movie also remarkably has the feel-good warmth of an old-time Irish film. Okay. okay. A dark and lovely drama about the complications of human connections... That is Michael Keaton's impressive directing debut. Oh, he directed it. I didn't even know that. So that one, maybe, because that, that's the kind of story. Or if you want the the perfect example of what I love in a contract killer movie, 
check out uh, uh, is it called the Matador? <clears throat> the Matador. Oh yeah. With uh, Pierce Brosnan and Greg Kinnear. Because that um, is the perfect five, like. Right? Uh, yeah. Yes. That is the perfect, like, you know, super slick uh, contract killer who is slowly losing his mind because he's killed too many people. Right. And it's a comedy, well, thriller comedy. Comedy thriller. Um, I keep thinking of, like, a Jason Staten movie, but I can't remember oh, the name the of it. Oh, The Mechanic? I brought that up in my review. Yeah. That's where he plays. That might uh, be the one I'm thinking He of. plays, like, that's also, he's super slick contract killer. Uh, he's called The Mechanic because he's very methodical about the ways he completes his jobs um and he yeah. you know, he lives in a secluded house in the in the bayou in louisiana or something i think i've seen that one though it's fine um, oh yeah because it's the one with ben foster yeah, yeah it's it's one of those like i mentioned it's one of those b-tier action movies but it does have ben foster um, oh, yes which it's not his greatest performance I, but he's always we haven't talked great. enough about him, he is one of our, like, at least mine, favorite actors oh, yeah. of all time. Oh, yes. Um, I haven't seen him in that a while. That man is amazing. He should be in everything. Yeah, he's yes. so good. But unfortunately, his uh, his genius isn't uh, isn't recognized, so he has to keep making, like, bad movies to, like, pay the bills. Yeah. The last thing I saw him in was Medieval from last year. He's great, but the movie is eh. Um... Oh, unfortunately. Oh yeah, last thing I saw in me was Warcraft. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Well, that, not for this discussion, but put this on your list. Check out Leave No Trace. That's one of the best moves I've ever okay. seen. He plays a uh, a, a soldier, uh, a veteran, a retired veteran, um, who lives with his daughter, like out in the wilderness. It is it it was like Thomas and Mackenzie's breakthrough role. Um, ah, that one. I haven't seen it yet. It so is I'll, I'll add it to my actual amazing. watch list. Check that out as soon as you can. That is amazing. If you want to talk about Ben Foster, not an but assassin. Yeah, so movie, um, but. yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do like a, a general discussion of assassin movies. I have a theory I need to talk to you about, and we'll save that for the uh, patron episode. Yeah. Regarding the <clears throat> previous episodes we've done, so I'm just hinting it at like that. So it's gonna come back to other assassin movies we've talked okay. about. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, one I would recommend, or I can't recommend it because I haven't seen it, but I know that was an inspiration, and it's it's um, for this movie, and it's part of the literally me uh, genre, which this kind of falls into, unfortunately. Okay. Um, it's it's a French movie from like the sixties uh, called Les Samurais, which is about. I was a- for some reason imagining you saying Leon. <laughs> I was like, wait, you've seen Leon? Leon. Like, Ooh, that, that's a good contract killer movie. Ooh, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Um, but what did you say? The, the samurai. The samurai. Yeah, it's also about a guy in you know in in bland clothing who walks around and he's super like and he kills people for money. You know, in I haven't seen 60s? it, but it's 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 one of those, it's also like a sigma male grind movie. You know, kind of, but you know, proto because it was before. Yeah, sigma if if I can find it, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, me as well. If if I find it, I'll watch it. But I don't know. The samurai. But yeah. Yeah. We'll do like a general talk on assassin movies and and the whole what we want from them and what usually makes them good because I I have my like what the points I want in an assassin movie to make it good. Yeah. But I think this have to be it because we've blabbered on for an hour and a half almost. An hour and a half almost. Yeah. <laughs> about so, a movie we thought was mid more yeah, or less. Yeah, but the this thing there was there was things to talk about, and it's sure, sure, it's something sure, right. we have to discuss because it's so baffling that David Fincher would make a mid movie. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
<laughs> but hey, we'll continue the discussion on Patreon. Yes, we will. So that's going to have to be it. Thank you so much for listening. What is your opinion on uh, The Killer? Have you watched it? Uh, leave a comment. If you're listening to this on YouTube, leave a comment in the comment section. Otherwise, or, check out uh, our socials. Yeah, um, you can comment on the in- Insta post or on yeah. Twitter or X or whatever it's called. At the SpoilerCast. Um, I, I am the... My my Twitter is our Twitter, basically, which is yeah. uh, uh, at... Please don't make a... At Don't Make a Scene, if you want to yes. check us out there. Leave a comment. Thanks for everywhere. The, yeah, what you thought of the movie. Um, and also check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene for more stuff. But that's it until next week. And uh, yeah, until then, have a good one. Yeah, bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It's produced and directed by Tobias Vadia and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vadia. Executive producer is Annika Vadia. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Danny Del Gaiso, Christopher Billian, Laura Kinney, Mom, Dad, and CK85. 